This podcast is sponsored by the Faith Mission Christian Fellowship Church Incorporated, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Golston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, help to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly. In Jesus' name, amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. On the day of Pentecost, uh, they were all assembled, all assembled together in one place, about 120 of them. Jesus uh, spoke to probably, probably a thousand or so. And uh, only 120 showed up. Amen. So don't feel bad. Spoke to spoke to all of Harlem. Y'all showed up. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 See, see, God uses who shows up. It'll make him no difference. He'd do the same thing with 120 that he would have done with 10,000. So anyway, 120 showed up day of Pentecost, and they they began to they were filled with the Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave utterance. Uh, they waited as as Jesus had instructed them. That's that's the primary thing is just obey God, just do what He tells you to do. You don't have to try to understand it. You don't have to try to figure it out. They just do what God says. Do He knows what He's gonna do before. Yeah, yeah. He already knows what he's going to do. So, they showed up and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave them utterance. And uh, they went out into the streets and the, and the people that were in the streets, they said, we hear these men speak in our own tongues. So, in other words, they were hearing. They were hearing in their own language these men speaking. Now, these men, they say, we know these are unlearned men. They have, they've never learned our languages, but yet we hear them in our language. They were speaking in tongues, and the person that spoke one language heard them and understood them. Somebody else who spoke another language heard them and understood them. So those languages were being spoken to these individuals, speaking something specifically and directly to them something that they could understand. And they said, now, wait a minute. I understand what you're saying, but how are you saying it? I know you don't speak my language. So the supernatural mixed in with the natural. The natural they heard and understood, but supernaturally they knew these men can't speak my language. Hallelujah. So they said, the you know, these guys must be drunk. As if you could, I've seen plenty of drunk folk. And ain't none of them spoke German or Italian or Russian when they got drunk. If they couldn't speak it before they got drunk. Not a one. 
But they said, these men are drunk. They, they must be drunk. <laughs> and then, then down in the 15th verse, for these are not drunken as you suppose, seeing is but the third hour of the day. You know what that says to me? I like Brother, Brother uh, Price's method, his flip-flop method of reading the Bible. He says, you know, I go by as much by what he didn't say as by what he did say. He said, it's just the third hour of the day. They're not drunk. So maybe by the fifth hour, they would be. <laughs> I didn't say that's what it said. I said, I said, that's what I can hear. So anyway, he said, they are not drunk as you suppose. Being or seeing, it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that. But this is that, which was spoken by the prophet Joel thousands of years earlier. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thousands of years earlier, Joel spoke this. He said, this is that that was spoken by Joel. So in other words, you don't ever give up on what the prophet says. It may not come today. It may not come tomorrow. It may not come next week. may not come next month. may not come next year. may not come in the next 10 years. But it will surely come. <laughs> so he said, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. Now watch, now watch what he says. Watch what he says. Watch what he says. And it shall come to pass in the last days. That's these here. Saith God, it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. You remember what I said? It don't make no difference how young you are, how old you are. In this hour, you need to go tell somebody about Jesus because they're ripe. It's the time. Your sons and your daughters are going to prophesy. <laughs> but what, notice why they're going to prophesy. I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. He said he's going to pour out his spirit on them. He said he's going to pour out his spirit on them. He's going to pour out his spirit on them. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men. Oh, this is Generation X, they're lost. They're lost. Forget about them, they're lost. No, no. God said, and your young men. It's harvest time. God's round, rounding up everybody. He's going to use everybody. I mean, he's going to use, he going to use, what that, what that boy, what that boy? Diddy Poo or Poo Diddy or something like what it P, 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 P. I got the P right. I got the P right. He's going he gonna to use him too. Say, so I'm, I'm going to round up your young men. I'm going to round up your old men. I'm going to, your children. I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. He'll leave no flesh out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I, when I was in, when I went to Brother Hagen's memorial service, I think I told you about it. 
I met uh with that with the other one, the dog, with the dog, with the dog, with the dog. Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg's aunt is an evangelist. I stood online with her waiting to get into the memorial service. And she said every now and then he called me. And she said, I'll be on him, on him, and on him. She said, he coming. He coming. He coming. So, so, so the, so what the, what the, the, the PDD coming and the dog coming. Everybody coming. Because God said he going to pour his flesh upon all flesh. Young men and old men, sons and daughters. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. <laughs> pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. And my, 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 my servants and my handmaidens. Some men might want to leave the women out, but not God. Not God. God said, everybody, everybody is coming. And notice, notice, handmaidens and servants. Not only the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, the one who's sweeping the floor. The one who's cleaning the bathroom. Oh, glory to God. The one who's parking the cars. The one who's seating the people. Everybody going to pour his spirit out on all flesh. All flesh he's going to pour his spirit out on. So don't, so, so don't you look down your nose at nobody. Because the one you look at, down your nose at today might be preaching tomorrow. They might bring folk to the kingdom tomorrow. <laughs> He said, I'm going to use them all. He said, I'm going to use them all. And see, all things are possible to him that believeth. That's what I'm charged with today. They asked me, what's your message today? I said, I don't know. I ain't got nothing. But when I walked up, it's charged them. Charged them. Charge them to go out into the vineyard. Charge them to speak Jesus to people. Charge them that they're going to be anointed. Charge them that he's going to pour his spirit on them. And you'll be ready to go out into the highways and the hedges. Charge them. You're going to be charged. You're going to be charged to go out like that. Like I saw that, like I saw that water going through that pipe gushing out of, out of these front doors and just going in all directions. Just like you do when you leave here. Some go north, some go south, some go east, some go west. And if you're charged, and if you, if the, he's poured his spirit out upon you, when you're charged and you leave here, you're going to take that with you. But don't bottle it up on the inside. When you're filled with the spirit, when you're filled with the spirit, the initial evidence is you. You, 
you get full. It's got to it's got to have a release. You got to let it out. So you're going to let it out. You're going to be charged. Chakala mahokta de hisi de magaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are the 120 that's going to leave out of here today. We are the 120 that's going to leave out of here today and going to spread the word. <laughs> oh, I charge you today. I charge you today. I said, I charge you today. I charge you today. Don't let a morsel of food go in your mouth until you told somebody about Jesus. I charge you today. When you leave here, if you got a, if you already got a dinner date, you better find somebody on the way and tell them about Jesus. I charge you today, wherever you go, make it your business that I'm filled to overflowing. It's got to come out. He's poured out his spirit upon me, and I got to go, and I got to tell somebody. I said, I got to tell somebody. They don't have to fall down and accept Jesus right there in front of you, but you just got to tell them. The falling down and accepting Jesus is his part. That's right. That's his part. Your part is to tell him. We're workers together with God. I said we're workers together with God. Hallelujah. If you be about that, if you let that be the primary, your primary when you leave here, all your problems will just drop to the side. I said, all your problems will just drop to the side. They got to. They got to. Because now you're about his business. Just let them go. Just let them go. No, I got to go preach Jesus because it's harvest time. And he's poured his spirit on me. And he wants me to let it loose. Hallelujah. How many of you are going to do this when we leave here today? We ain't finished with you yet. We're not finished with you yet. We're going we gonna to put it on you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm going to put it on you. I'm going to lay it on you. We're going to lay it on you today. I said we're going to lay it on you today. Lay it on you today. You leave here with a new resolve. going to lay it on you today. You're going to leave here. See, because faith comes by hearing. I got to tell you so you can hear that you've got the ability to do it so you'll go out and do it. If I don't tell you, how's you going to have faith to do it? I charge you today. I charge you today. I charge you today. <laughs> Glory to God. Nothing else takes priority. Nothing else takes priority over this. Hallelujah. 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 We got is it Shaka Tabusene Bitato Yakana Kana Atai Tukuche Kitia Kokoke Anata Netio Kushiki de Basano Kaskoretina. Yeah. We cannot be two faced. We cannot be two sided. We cannot be on one side of the fence and the other side of the fence at the same time. We cannot be in and out at the same time. We cannot straddle the fence. We cannot do both. Either I am or I'm not. He said, I'd rather, I'd rather you be cold. Too much lukewarmness. Churches of 10,000 lukewarm people ain't doing nothing. 
ain't doing nothing for nobody. That's why Jesus said, that's all right. I got 120. I'll use them. I'll use them. Send them out. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. You cannot be both sides of the fence. It's time. It's time. It's time to be that. Be, 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 be that thing that God wants you to be. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say it. I'll say it. <laughs> I sure will. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 All right. All right. All right. Remember? Remember about, about a year or two ago? I'd say about a year and a half ago. I said to you that we're going to be doing some radical things. Radical things. Because I, 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 I just sensed it in my spirit. It's time to step out. It, it's not only time for another level, but it's time to step out. You can't go to another level. God does not push you to another level. You've got to take the step. He puts the other level out in front of you, but you've got to take the step. If you don't take the step, you will not get there. <laughs> so I told you we're going to do some wild things. Faith Sunday is pretty wild, ain't it? I said it's pretty wild, ain't it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. I didn't wait until we had 500 members to do it. It should be a whole lot easier with 500 members tithing. Can I get an amen? Amen. It should be a whole lot easier. But it's not God. If God speaks it, do it. God's not limited to people. He's not limited to numbers. Hallelujah. And I also told you that uh, I believe the Spirit of God is saying to us that we've got to increase our giving. Because by our giving, we live. I keep giving because I want to keep living. How I many of y'all ready to go be with the Lord now? Not right now, 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 not right now. Come, Lord Jesus, but what about go? <laughs> no, not right now. <laughs> I wait a little while, I wait a little while, you know? I wait a little while, okay? Well, then that means that, means that you want to keep living. If you want to keep living, you got to keep giving. Hallelujah. So I said to you that we're going to have to increase our giving. I see it. But that means all you got to do is believe for more so you can give more. Instead of looking at the negative, well, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm, do, I'm doing all I can right now. Quit looking at that. Believe for more. When he gives you more, you can give more. But you commit to giving more before he gives it to you. Because he ain't going to give it to you until you commit to giving more. When you commit to give more, he's going to give you more. So, I said, I believe we're gonna do we're gonna do more giving. I, I believe we're gonna increase our giving. We're going because what God wants us to do is gonna be expensive. It's gonna cost a whole bunch of money. We we got to do that. We gotta do that because for years, for years, we've listened to the poverty preachers. And you can't do nothing without some money. We've listened to the poverty preachers. 
and the poverty politicians tell us that, oh, they're so, oh, they're just so holy. They're just so, they're so righteous. They're so sweet. Because, you know, because look how, look how humble they are. They call, when they say humble, they mean poor. That's not what the Bible means, but that's what they mean. When they say humble, they mean poor. Oh, look at them. Oh, look, they pray. Oh, they pray, you know. But they ain't worried about you because you don't have no money. They don't care. They, they could care less. They'll talk nice about you because you don't have no money. Because money is power. They know that. If you don't have no money, you have no power. Hallelujah. They know that. That's why they always exalt the poor ones. The ones with money, persecution. Persecution. They're going to persecute you every, every, every way they possibly can. But don't you succumb to it. Don't you succumb to it. I said, don't you succumb to it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If we're going to be the 120 or representative 120, that has nothing to do with our confession, that if we're going to be the representative 120, we're going to have some money. I said we're going to have some money. Hallelujah. I like some Creflo say I'll never be broke another day in my life. Not another day in my life will I be broke. Not another day in my life will I be broke. Never. 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 And see, God loves a faith person. How much more faith can there be in this place? This place is full of faith. I tell you, it's full of faith. Hallelujah. And anybody new coming in who don't believe it, they need to see the faith center. And they know that this place is full of faith. Hallelujah to Jesus. So what we got to do is we got to believe that this is what God wants. I'm supposed to be rich. Rich is normal. Let me say that again. Rich is normal. Say that with me. Rich is normal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He who was rich became poor that you might be rich. Jesus died that I'd be rich. What am I doing pinching pennies? Glory to God, hallelujah. You determine. Now, now watch me, watch you now, watch me now, watch me now. See, don't miss this, don't miss this. I said, God said he was going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and daughters will prophesy. And your, your, your young men are going to see visions and your old men are going to dream dreams. And, you know, everybody's going to be, they're going to have the spirit poured out upon them. And they're going to be out there preaching the gospel. Well, guess what? It takes some money. It takes some money. If God said, I want you to go preach on 125th Street today, and you go, but I got to go to work. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. I can't go, Lord. I got to go. To, I'll do anything you ask me to do, but I got to go to work. Think about it. 
Think about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a toughie, but you got to think about it because it's a truth. That's why he said, he who preaches the gospel should live of the gospel. See, because you can't preach the gospel and have a job, not effectively. Because when God wake you up in the, at 3 o'clock in the morning and tell you, okay, at 8 o'clock, I want you at Brother Jojo's house. At 8 o'clock, the boss say, I want you here. You got a decision to make. I said, you got a decision to make. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say, rich is normal. Hallelujah. 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 I'm anointed to be rich. I'm anointed to preach the gospel. I say I'm anointed to be rich. I'm anointed to preach the gospel. I will not settle for less. I refuse to settle for less. If I'm giving, I'm receiving. If I'm sowing, I'm reaping. <laughs> oh, glory to God, hallelujah. I said, and I'm reaping. I'm receiving. Because rich is normal. 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 Now, now I'm gonna do some, I'm gonna tell you to do something God told me to do. He challenged me. He said, What do rich people do? Think about it now. Think about it. What do rich people do? You don't, you don't have to do it now. We ain't gonna, we're not gonna have a class now, but you just think about that. What do rich people do? It's easy to figure out what rich people do. Just see what you do. They'll get that by tomorrow. <laughs> Whatever you do, say, well, rich people don't do this. <laughs> Amen. Amen. He challenges you. So that if you say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I believe I'm rich, start doing what rich people do. If you don't know what they do, find out what they do. You find out what they do. Hallelujah. He challenged me. He challenged me. And I'm telling you, I'm, I ain't been the same since. Have not been the same since. Thinking changes. I said, your thinking changes. Hallelujah. I said, your thinking changes. It's harvest time, and we want to send out 
We want to send out a bunch of folk that's ready to go get the harvest. Hallelujah. God's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh here today. All flesh. Not some of you, all of you. Every one of you. He's going to pour his spirit out upon you today. 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 My, my, my. My, my, my. Yes. 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 While I was in Hawaii, and rich folk in Hawaii, folk got some money. Some folk got some money, don't they? Some folk got some money, I'm telling you. You could hardly get around for the limousines. I mean, you had to step back, they coming over, they turning, you know, taking about five minutes to turn the corner. It's so one long, it's so long, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's a rich folk. But anyway, while I was there, the Spirit of God was talking to me. And, and as I said earlier uh, in Pennsylvania, uh, he told me to vacate when I go on vacation. So I have to vacate when I go on vacation. I got to leave. I got to go somewhere else. Amen. And every time I do, he gives me so much revelation. He gives me so many. I must have, I don't know, three, four, five new messages that he gave me, plus instruction and direction and some other things that he spoke to me. And this is just some of it here. And so on this side and on that side and this side and, and on there and on there and on there. And that's just some of it. The rest of it's in my laptop. I just got I just got so much and it comes so much like now watch this now. Two weeks prior to two weeks, right? We're in Palm Springs. Two weeks prior to going, was Palm Springs or was it Alaska? Where was I? Lord, I I don't know whether I'm coming or going. I've been going <laughs> Alaska, Palm Springs, Hawaii, I'm all over the place. Anyway, I, there was like two weeks space in between some of them. He gave me just as much information and material two weeks prior as he did then. I get stuff when I'm home, but when I go away, when I go away, it is, it is phenomenal. That's why the scripture talks about you entering into your closet. You got to get away from people sometimes so God can talk to you. See, you, you just got to get away from people sometimes. That's why you got to take a vacation. You got to vacate. I don't care what it costs. If God told you to go, he'll provide the money for you. When you believe when he said it, you said it. You said I had to vacate. That's what I did. Because I had to, if I got to go, I got the money got to come from somewhere because them folks don't take no prayer on the plane. <laughs> they don't buy, they don't take no faith dollars. <laughs> they want some U.S. dollars. Give me some of these monies if you want to get on my airplane, okay? And, and, and when you go to eat, you cannot tell uh, them them boys at the at the, the, the Outback State Place, I'll pray for you. <laughs> no, they don't want to hear. You give me some of these monies if you want to eat, okay? So you, you, you got to believe God so that he can speak to you. 
He's the one who put the whole vacation thing in place. And the seventh day, what did God do? You say, well, that ain't no vacation. Okay, add them up. Every seventh day for a year. Oh, Lord, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do now? What, what am I going to do now? Add them up. Every seventh day for a year. See how many days you come out with. That's a good place to start with your vacation. <laughs> but but what about my days off? That ain't no day off. You work harder on your so-called day off than you do when you're working. Because you got to do everything on your day off that you can't do during the week when you're working. Tell the truth, somebody. Hey, Amen. <laughs> I don't know how many how many y'all I don't run into did that already. You know, we got something going on. Oh no, that's my work day. Oh no, I got to wash. I got to wash. Hallelujah. You got some instruction up in here today. That's all it is. You got to vacate. You got to leave. Get away from that place. And I done told you don't go to Uncle Bobo's house. That is not a vacation. You just mooching on Uncle Bobo. And they're going to have you doing something. Come on over here. We are, I'm trying to build this thing in the backyard. And if you, you maybe you can show me a little something. You'd be out there working and sweating and carrying on or, or watching, washing babies or, you know, you know, you're going to be doing something. Yeah, you are. There ain't no vacation. Vacate, leave. Go so God can talk to you and you can get some rest. I know you're tired. Look at you. You'd be falling asleep in church. I know you need a vacation. <laughs> I, I know you need a vacation. Vacate. I'm going to say vacate. Glory to God. I think I've been supposed to do the offer, ain't I? Something. something. Wait a minute. We'll, we'll get there. But yeah, I just get so full when I go away. I just get so full and get so much. Oh, you don't know what you're missing. When you don't go on vacation. I mean a real vacation with somebody else making up the bed. Somebody else cooking the food. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Take them things off. Take them things off. Go buy you some new ones. Toss them. There you go. Amen. Don't wash no clothes when you're on vacation. We watch some because we got them kids. Wait a minute, we didn't have no kids this time. You watch some. No, no, you went to the mall, made me wash the clothes. <laughs> Amen. Good training, she said. Good training. Good training. Amen. That's all right. I'm going to know how to throw them away. Put it in the garbage, get some new ones. Amen. Hey, man, don't they have throw away stuff? Throw away underwear? Oh, wait a minute. No, no. Cut that. Cut, 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 cut. <laughs> Erase that. <laughs> it's something else. It's some other kind of throw away stuff. Paper mache stuff or something. <laughs> the rest of them wake up by tomorrow. <laughs> Amen. But anyway, that's what you, you got to vacate. You got to vacate. It's absolutely imperative that you vacation. You say, well, you know, but it's expensive when I take these kids. 
Y'all don't know how many kids I got. God knows. That's right. Put it on your list. Say, all right, Lord, you want me to vacate? You gave me these children. Yeah, your word says that they are a gift from God and that they are God's heritage. You gave them to There you go, Sister Pat. That's right, Sister Pat. Yeah, yeah, baby. That's right. Tell them you, you gave them to me. They That's right. They, they're your responsibility. I'm just a good steward of your children. Amen. So if I got to go, they got to go. So if they got to go, it's going to cost more money. So prepare for it. Amen. Prepare for it. Tell God, hey, I got to prepare for it. I'm going to put my dollar in, Lord. What you going to put in? <laughs> I'm going to put in a dollar every week. What you going to put in? And he'll meet you right there. I'm telling you, he'll meet you right there. I know I've done it. I'm not, I mean, I'm joking with you, but I'm telling you this is the truth. He will meet you there. He will do it for you. Because all you got to do is you got to believe that it's, it's his will. And once, it, once you believe that it's his will, he's responsible. God never asks you to do anything that he doesn't provide for. Never does. That's not the way he operates. That he will not provide for you. He provides for you everything that he asks you to do. He asks you to vacation because he designed you that way, that you need to vacate. You need to go. Amen. You need to go. But put it in your schedule. Put it in your, in your schedule at the beginning of the year. We're going to vacation. Amen. Find me a hotel or motel or something. Amen. Go away. Go away. Yeah, I'll miss you from church, but you'll be back. Amen. Amen. That's right. When I go on vacation, I, I, I do my best. I don't go to church. That's right. I don't go to church when I go on vacation. No, I ain't going to church. Uh -uh. I go to church four days a week, sometimes five. Amen. I do. I don't know about you, but I do. Amen. That ain't no vacation if I'm still going to church. The preacher saying that? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I ain't going to church. Me and God will meet in the bed. <laughs> That's where we're going to meet. Hallelujah. I got so much stuff to do. This is crazy. This is absolutely insane. All right. When you arrive today, you received an offering envelope. If you did not and you wish one, please raise your hand. And one will we get to? The Gospel of John, the 10th chapter. John, the 10th chapter. Yeah, I know you don't know what to do. What we roll into, we take, what do we do? They don't know what to do. They lost. Bless their hearts. <laughs> All right. You can roll. You can roll it. You can roll it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be long. I'm going to be brief. Just while they, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Amen. John chapter 10, the gospel of John, 10th chapter. I want to share a little something that we shared in Pennsylvania this morning. Hallelujah. Look up, smile. Everything going to be all right. Amen. It's going to be all right. I promise you it's going to be all right. The thing you fret about today, you'll be smiling next week and forget it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There ain't no need looking sad, and, you know. All down, and like, you know, 
Oh, it's all over. I'll never make it again. Oh, it's me. <laughs> God be looking at you and say, look at that thing out there. That's my child. Look at that. Look at that. Ain't that a pretty looking thing? Just, just a moaning and a crying and carrying on. And then tomorrow they'll be in church. Hallelujah! Glory to God! Jumping up and down. Look at them. Look at them. <laughs> Bless their hearts. Did you find the 10th chapter of John? Yeah. Amen. I think it'll bless you. So I, I want to share this. I gave them a whole lot more information, but it's all on the it's all on the in the series that I'm doing out there. Remember the name of the series? Is it God? Is it me? Or is it the devil? Is it God? Is it me? Or is it the devil? And that's a question that everyone in the body of Christ encounters at some time in their life. They'll hear something, or they'll they'll believe something, or they'll feel that they got a witness of something, and they they come to an impasse, and that impasse being, is it God, is it me, or is it the devil? And uh, in in teaching on that this morning, we uh, we came across something here, in the Spirit of God spoke to us that uh, that I didn't have in my notes. And uh, so I'm just going to share that little that little piece with you. But the tape is available. Minister Williams is going to be making copies of it so you can get the whole thing. All right? So in the 10th chapter of, of the Gospel of John, beginning with the fourth verse, and when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. For when he putteth forth his own sheep, his own sheep, that tells you that uh, there are others with their own sheep. And sometimes the sheep get mixed together. And you don't know who is who. <laughs> For when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them. Okay, thank you, Lord. Here we go, I'm going to say something to you I didn't say to them. Jesus goes before us. Jesus goes before us. In other words, he leads us. He does not push us or drive us. The devil pushes, drives, and forces. God goes before and leads you. Hallelujah. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. They know his voice voice. They don't wonder is that him talking. They know his voice. His sheep know his voice because they're acquainted with him. They are well acquainted with him. He talks to them all the time. They're listening to him all the time. And I related to them 
this morning that uh, even with that, when you're listening to the Lord all the time and he's talking to you all the time, there, there are things almost like rules to follow. And if you don't follow those rules, you can get tripped up. Now, I, I, gave, them, I gave them the example of, uh, of an experience that I had uh, where I was in the bed and, uh, you know, I, don't, I wasn't praying or anything. I don't think. I don't remember praying. All I remember is all of a sudden I knew I was dying. I knew that death had fastened itself upon me, and I jumped up. It's amazing how people try to stand up when they think they're dying. Because we have this misguided idea that if I stand up, I will die. Amen. It's just human nature. That's what folk do. They try to get up. If, if folk had been in a serious accident, what's the first thing the folk tell them? No, don't get up. Don't get up. The way. They're trying to get up. Why? Because they say, if I lay here, I'm going to die. Why lay we here till we die? <laughs> if I get up, if I'm moving, you know, <laughs> I, I ain't going to die. So that, that's, that's natural human nature is trying to jump up. So that's what I did. I'm human. <laughs> Amen. I jumped up. So I jumped up. And uh, and I was standing there, and I heard this voice. And the voice said, don't you trust me? And I, and I knew the voice. Sounds just like Jesus. Sounds just like the angel that talks to me all the time. I said, well, yeah, Lord, I trust you. So I laid back down and assumed the position. Waiting to die. Amen. But uh, as I said to them this morning, I'm thinking now, now Abraham, he said, now, you promised me some stuff. So now, if I kill this boy, you got to raise him up. So I'm thinking, you promised me some stuff. Now, I'm going to lay down here. But something will happen. You, you got to raise me up. <laughs> you got to raise me up, see? But <laughs> amen. I see, you're thinking all the time. You're thinking all the time, see? So, so I laid back down, and I laid there waiting to die. And as I'm laying there, and I got quiet, I heard... I heard death is an enemy. And it came up from the inside, came up from in here. For the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. When you get saved, Jesus comes to live in you in the person of the Holy Spirit. He's in here. He's not out here. So even though that voice sounded just like God, sounded just like Jesus, sounded just like the angel, when I when I collected myself, I realized that that voice came from out here. So, I know. So, when I heard that death is an enemy, I jumped up from the position. I jumped up. And I said, that was you, devil. That wasn't God. You lying thing. Get out of here. I'm not going to die. Amen. I'm not going to die. That's not, that wasn't God. That was you. Whew, thank God. <laughs> Amen. You lying devil, you. So, so, listen. Because <laughs> he trying to kill you. Oh, he trying to take you out. 
He trying, he's trying to take you out. Yes, he is. The devil knows stuff that you don't know. He knows what's coming, so he's trying to take you out. That's why he have you do all kinds of dumb things. Amen. And you listen to him thinking it's you. Is it God? Is it me? Or is it the devil? He, he's, he's very crafty. And he's, go, he's going to try to convince you. Because the scripture says that he, he disguises his own demons as angels of light. So that they can, okay, they can deceive you. That's what they do. They deceive. So when I heard that voice, death is an enemy. I knew that that was the voice of God coming from the inside of me, not from the outside. Now, look at verse 27. Same opening. Jesus is speaking again in the 27th verse, and he said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Now go back over to the fourth verse. And when he put it forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know there's a difference. They know his voice, but over here in the 27th verse, it says, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them. So they know him, and he knows them. They know his voice, but they also hear his voice. Some folk know his voice, but they don't never hear it. Some folk hear it, but don't know it. Ooh, I like that. Say that again. I can't. <laughs> but see, there's a difference. There's a difference. You got to know his voice. Not only be able to hear his voice, but know his voice. And how are you going to know his voice unless you heard what he said? That's why reading is so important. Because that is his voice. You remember the scripture that says he'll bring all things to your remembrance? You know, I always say, so that you will never forget it. How can you remember something you never remembered? How you going to do it? You can't. He doesn't say that you have to memorize all scripture, but you got to put it in you so he can bring it to your remembrance. He'll bring it back up. All you got to do is read it and put it in there. He's going to bring it back. But if you never read it, there's nothing in there for you to remember. Read means do again. You had to have done it the first time. Glory of God, hallelujah. Amen. You got to remember, see? So remembering requires putting it in you the first time. So he says, in that 27th verse, he says, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Remember in the, the first, first one we read, he puts forth 
his own sheep, he goes before them. He goes before them. So you have to follow him. He's going to go before you. You have to follow him. Remember what he said to the, to the first uh, disciples who became apostles? Follow me. And he took off. Hallelujah. He said, follow me. And he took off. And I don't believe he looked back to see who was coming. Oh, don't miss that. That's rich. That's rich. God does not look back to see if you're coming. He just tell you, come on. Come on. And he started, he started moving. He started walking off that direction. He started walking off that direction. My God. Ooh, by the spirit of the living God. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, oh, okay, okay. Praise God. Praise God. I did not, I did not see you. I did not see you, but I knew in the spirit. Just like I spoke to them, I'm speaking to you. You're going to preach my gospel, saith the Lord. I did not see her here. I looked for her and didn't see her. But I knew I had to speak to her, so I thought, well, I got to be here somewhere. I just saw her. First time, she probably been to that spot. But I didn't see her. Hallelujah. 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 So you got to hear him and know him. And the way you hear him and the way you know him is you get into his book. Because he and his word are one. He and his word are one. If you, if you feed on this, remember he said you have to eat my flesh and drink my blood. This is what he's talking about. Feed on the word. You put that in you. He's going to bring it to your remembrance. And I'm telling you, you look at you, you are, you are danger to the kingdom of the devil. You become a danger to him. You become a, a, a major enemy. Most Christians are not enemies of the devil. They are merely pawns. Oh my. They are merely pawns that he uses. Hallelujah. So, I just wanted to share that little tidbit with you, and I believe that it'll, it'll bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NewFMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.